1: The Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan.
0: Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Here comes the blitz. Down the middle
1: and on the fly. Jameson Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. <laughs>
2: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Lions pregame show. Lions, Dolphins, we are here for week eight. Here. How you doing, man?
3: Doing great, man. Excited for the game? I'm excited. Yeah, Swift is back. I'm in Rod back. We got our explosive guys back. Let's get
2: this thing going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about these inactives for both teams. Now we know the full injured report. You kind of gave a little spoiler. Yeah, Swift is 100% ready to go. Amin Ross St. Brown is good to go in this game. But what is the injury report looking for the Lions going into this game?
3: Yeah, you got Michael as a healthy scratch, and then basically the guys we named on Thursday, Deshaun Elliott, Charles, Hoff, Charles Harris, Mike Hughes, Chase Lucas, Ifatu Malafanu, and Matt Nelson are all out.
2: Yep. Yeah, and uh, what's the Dolphins report looking like? Do they have anyone significant missing?
3: Uh Running back Miles Gaskin, wide receiver Eric Zuma, Skylar Thompson. Eric Rowe is one of their. Uh, well, they've had a lot of injuries, but Eric Rowe's out. He's one of their starters right now. And River, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Correct Craft? I don't know.
2: He's a receiver. Okay, so no one really significant outside of Eric Rowe. No well, they have starters. a lot of
3: injuries in their. They have a lot of injuries in their secondary, but those guys are on IR, I think. So yeah, they have like a lot of backups playing at corner.
2: So, you know, now that you see the full injury report, now that you know DeAndre Swift is a full go, uh, Amin Ross St. Brown is good to go. How are you feeling offensively for the Lions to get some of their big playmakers back?
3: Offensively, I feel good because when Swift was playing, he was the best back in the league. Uh, he, I believe he was averaging like eight yards a carry or something like that. Ridiculous, right? Obviously, Miami is one of the best run defenses in the league. Uh, and you have St. Brown back that opens the middle of the field up for you as well. So... uh I think the offense is not going to have problems. I'm more concerned on the other side of the ball today.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think definitely offensively, you got your playmakers back, and that's definitely going to be huge because, I mean, it just showed in the last two games when you played the Cowboys, when you played the Patriots, that the inability for a playmaker just wasn't there for this offense. And, you know, we talked about it with Jared Goff. He's not one of those quarterbacks that, could elevate a team when the talent's not there. Um, he, he's going to struggle when the talent's not perfect around him, or not—not not even I would say perfect, but like when it's not really good around him. And <clears throat> to get his playmakers back with Swift and and I'm in Ross and Brown is, is definitely big. I got a question for you. So Swift obviously hasn't played in what the last three to four games. Yeah. Um, What do you expect as far as a workload for a guy like DeAndre? I expect
3: him to be a full go, bro. I don't expect any limitations. He was a full participant all week. Uh, Last week, he had a chance to play. They waited out. I expect him to be a full go.
2: And then I'm going to ask the same question with Amin on St. Brown. You know, he was in concussion protocol, was in the red no contact jersey for two days of the practice. What do you expect? the role for Amon Ross St. Brown in this game. Yeah,
3: so St. Brown didn't actually suffer a concussion under the new Tua rule. If a player, like, stumbles or whatever, they have to wear, like, a no-contact jersey in practice. But he actually cleared concussion protocol in the game, but they had to take him out according to the new rule. So if a player, like, stumbles or shows instability, they're automatically out, and then they have to wear a red contact jersey during practice. Those are the rules right now. So I, I don't expect any limitations with those two guys.
2: Okay. So offense... You're there. I mean, offensive line's intact right now. They've been playing well. Obviously, had a really good game last week versus, uh, versus a good pass rush in Dallas. Arguably the best pass rush in the NFL. So, you know, that's definitely good. Back home today, we're in the color rushes today. We're in the all-grays. So, Lions, uh, what, what's your thoughts on those uniforms real quickly? Do you like I like them?
3: them. I actually, like, have a Stafford color rush jersey. So, I like the color rush jerseys. Um, I know some people don't like them, but I like them.
2: Yeah, I think they're all right. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I don't hate them. They're, they're like whatever to me. I don't care. My I favorite lie. is
3: the throwbacks.
2: Throwbacks, and I love the all blues that they wore last week. Oh, yeah. The those all, all blues my two favorites. Nice, nice, too. Yeah. All blues are nice. I like blue pants, too, a lot. So white, white jerseys with blue pants is nice. Yeah, those are slick. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We talked about the offense. We talked about the uniforms. Let's talk about this defense. You said you're more concerned about this defense. What concern do you? About this defense, I already know what it is. But we'll just say it. We'll, we'll continue about this defense. Speed. Yeah.
3: Um, I don't think we have, like, corners necessarily that keep up with them, but we have corners who could jam them. If you could jam them, it's nice. But if they get off that jam and you're playing man-to-man, it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel like this game, I think Malcolm alluded to it on, on our show. Like, maybe we see, like, more deep zone coverages, like cover four or two safeties high. You know, just don't let nothing get over your head. But Miami also loves to work the middle of the field. Like, those guys are yet guys. They'll run, like, Waddle and Tyreek Hill on slant routes, and they'll just let
2: them go. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't have a problem thinking dunking. I mean, their quarterback honestly fits that, that mold better than taking deep shots in the game. You know, he's not the greatest d- deep ball quarterback in the league with Tua. But as far as an accuracy, as far as getting the balls to his receivers and London to make plays – I mean, he could definitely, he could definitely get that off. And I think I saw a stat though, even though I just said their deep ball is not great. I think they do have the third best deep ball, like third best deep ball accuracy in the league so far. But that, that's just a big credit to the guys that they have with Tyreek Hill and and Jalen Waddle with the speed that these guys have. I mean, these guys could get open and you know, and they could get a big cushion and, and make a big play out of it for sure. Uh, that's
3: that's hopefully what Jamebo will bring to the Lions' offense.
2: Hopefully yeah, once we get there. him back, but, yeah, for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah. But those guys, man, they're scary. T- you miss a tackle, bro, like good luck. And another thing that Detroit's match up well is like their linebackers because, like I said, they love to attack the middle of the field. And Detroit's linebackers are not that strong. Even the nickel corner, A.J. Parker, it's been, it's been uh, Mike Hughes. They both have struggled this year. Mm-hmm. And the, Miami loves to attack the middle of the field, so – That's another spot where I expect Miami to take advantage of again versus Detroit just because we don't necessarily have um, guys who could cover the middle of the field right now. Unless, I mean, I don't know if they'll have a clue to travel with them. I doubt it. We'll see, though.
2: I mean, mean, you talk about the receivers. Obviously, that's the much-warranted conversation with Waddle and and Tyreek Hill, two great wide receivers and a a great one-two punch. But the run game is not a slouch either, and that's been a problem. For the Lions' defense is run defense. You know they, these running backs have been having big days versus us, and Raheem Mostert is another one of those guys where, you know, he's he's benefiting. He's had a pretty good year in Miami. He's showing that speed off. At one point, he he called himself the fastest running back, and I don't know if that's true, but is he really fast? That is true. He's a very fast running back. So that's another problem and issue for this Lions' defense that they're gonna have to. You know, take care of it, Stopping that run defense as well with Raheem Mostert to go alongside Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's a, it's a really good offense, man. It's a really good offense. They have some weaknesses on the on the offensive line. Hopefully, the lines can take advantage of that with their with their pass rushers with Aiden Hutchinson, with Josh Pascal back making his home debut. So
3: Minsky we'll playing more healthier. Minsky but- play. The thing is, uh, with the rushing offense though, you would think it would be good, but they're ranked 29th, They're only averaging eighty five point four yards a game. Again though, Detroit's run defense isn't strong, so I wouldn't be shocked if Mike McDaniel, you know, they love to run those outside zone runs. He brings that Shanahan scheme to uh to Miami. They love that. Uh, obviously it's still a progress in uh in Miami, but. Those guys are, are athletic. They're they're fast. Raheem Moser is the fastest running back in the league. I believe he was timed last year as the fastest running back with those radars. So he's up there.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's really fast. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much speed. I mean, it's the fastest offense in the league. I, I don't think it's even really much of an argument. I mean, when you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem him, all on the same offense, you know, that that's that's very scary. That's very scary yeah. with all that speed that they have.
3: And Gusecki is another athletic tight end. I mean, he's not as fast as those guys, but he's an athletic receiver. He, he's, he's another guy you have to watch out for as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Um, You got anything else to add on this defense, or you want to get into some predictions? Uh,
3: a couple more things. That O-line, I think we should talk about a little. They, they've been juggling the, their uh, lineups a little, right? Guys been injured. Guys have not. But Taron Arms, it looks like he's back from his injury. Um. He was limited, I think, in a couple of days of practice. So maybe Hutch could take advantage of that. You know, he's not 100% healthy. Uh, you got, was it Brain and Shell on the right side? I think, something like that. I think it's Brain and Shell. He's not good. And then you got the guard, uh, Eichenberg. We talked about him on our show as well. He's not, he's not good. So there's, there's – you could take advantage of this O line a little. You should be able to get some pressure. We'll see what happens, though.
1: Hey, prior podcast listeners your boy malcolm here and if you're a sports better like me let me tell you about odds traders odds traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books you can also compare the different setup codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal this app also provides player stats key game stats injury reports projected game day weather so the betters can make the most informed bets as possible this app also has bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity looking to maximize your bets go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire again that's o-d-d-s-t-r-a-d-e-r dot com slash blue wire Traders, the number one site for your game day bets
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Well, one more question. Sorry, going back to the Lions defense safety room. No Deshaun Elliott. Obviously, Tracy's been at IR. That's not been, you know, we know that. So you got Kirby Joseph starting. Juju Hughes going to be the other safety alongside uh, Kirby today?
3: If I had to guess, yes. But they also said they've worked a little of Jerry Jacobs at safety as well this week. So we'll see what they do. Obviously not ideal versus, versus, versus of those guys. Juju Hughes hasn't had the best year this year so far. Um, and, and you can't have miscommunication against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle in the secondary. They'll they'll eat you up, man.
2: Miami Miami will
3: score if yeah, you okay. have those issues.
2: For sure. And, I mean, I know you said Jerry Jacobs worked out at safety this week. Do you look at that as more of an immersive situation if something were to happen, or do you expect some packages with Jerry Jacobs today at safety?
3: I expect some packages, honestly, because I think he's a better player okay. than Juju Hughes, and you got to get your best players on the field somehow, right? So, mm-hmm. that that's how I feel. He, he could tackle, too. We know Jerry Jacobs could tackle. Um, we'll see what happens, though. Obviously, Kirby Joseph, one of his weaknesses coming out was tackling, but last week he showed he could tackle. And this kid has, like, elite range. We talked about this when he was drafted as well. He just needs Tyler. He keeps dropping picks. Those picks he needs to finish. finish. They're eventually going to be caught. And once he catches those, remember Darius Slay? Yeah. Once he start getting those, they start coming right, like, one after another.
2: And that's yeah. what
3: I'm hoping with Kirby, man.
2: Yeah. And, uh, hopefully it comes down, you know, it, it does come to that, uh, that movement where he actually could finish place because – We've seen a lot of times where it's like, okay, once he did, once he gets this thing done, like with a certain player, the game's over. But, like, we've seen it a lot of times. It just doesn't happen. But a guy like Darius Slay, yeah, it's like once he starts catching those those picks, that's when he's going to start turning it up. And, obviously, we've seen the career that Darius Slay has had. One of the best corners in the league currently right now, even at the age that he is right now. So, yeah, for sure. Kirby, Kirby's getting better week in and week out, um, which is very encouraging to see.
3: Yeah. And he's still like young. He's very raw. You know, I believe this is his second year playing safety. He was a receiver last year. Was his first year at Illinois. Mm -hmm. He was a receiver, and they converted him. So there, there is a lot of raw ability there, man. I think they could get out of him too. So far, they have.
2: I mean, it's what been three games since he started, and you know he's gotten better every week. The first game, obviously for Seattle, was rough. Um, That was just a really bad game for him coming in as a starter, but then. After that, we've seen him adjust really well. I mean, New England game was whatever, but I think last week was a nice, encouraging stepping, you know, a a nice little stepping stone for him coming out the bye. Let's see a little more what he could do. He's got a tough assignment this week, and he doesn't have a safety that he's really used to starting alongside with. So we'll see how that goes today with with Juju Hughes and and, uh, Kirby Joseph.
3: Another name to watch is is CJ Moore. He's more of a special teams guy, but again, like, Maybe he'll play a little safety. I think they might have packed different packages for, like, Jacobs and uh, Juju.
2: Yeah. I mean, safety room is really weak right now. I mean, as far as talent and depth right now, I mean, the next option is either a a guy who's a corner with Jerry Jacobs or a guy that you just picked up from the Texans practice squad, which, you know, CJ Moore's had experience in this system. He's been here for a while. Um, But not a guy who's played many defensive snaps.
3: Right, he's mainly here for special teams because Bobby Price went down, and then also Chase Lucas is a gunner. He went down, so he's mainly here for special teams' abilities. But you want to get into our predictions? Yeah, let's do it.
2: All right, let's read off the records. We'll start off with the lines, and we'll do our locks of the week. So, records right now, me and Pierre are tied at first place with a 3-3 three and three record, and Malcolm's at the bottom with a 2-4 and four record. I'll read off Malcolm's predictions and his bold prediction. So, he has... The Lions in an upset victory. He has the winning 35 to 28. So that would be covering the minus four, obviously. But he's taking the straight up money line if he had to. But we don't do that for ours. We just do spread. So he's taking Lions minus four. And his bold prediction is Jared Goff throws for five touchdowns. I
3: thought and it was minus three and a half.
2: I checked. It got updated. Four now.
3: Oh, here's something three and a half. All right. We'll go with the four then. Four. Yeah. Um, all right. You want me to go? Or you want to go, go ahead? Go? Yeah. All right, for my prediction, unfortunately, I have us losing, man. Like, if we went, I'd love it, but it's hard. I'm going to say, for the score, I'm going to say 28 to 32. Okay. Miami. And then uh, my bold prediction is going to be Kirby Joseph has two picks today.
2: So you have them pushing today, so. Yeah. Okay, how do we how do we do this? I, I didn't even factor this if we had a push. Should we go three and a half?
3: <laughs> um, if you want, I don't know. That that's what it said for me. So that's what I had like written down.
2: Okay, let's go three and a half. Fuck it, let's do three and a half. I I think it makes it easier because I don't know how to I don't know how to judge a push. <laughs> like I I don't know how we would do that. So we'll say we'll say it's three and a half. So you would have to take the Dolphins then. Dolphins yeah. minus three and a half. I hope I'm wrong. Okay, so. Malcolm's got Lions plus three and a half. You got Dolphins minus three and a half. I'm going to stick with Malcolm here. I think the Lions cover. I'll take the Lions um, minus three and a half or plus three and a half. Sorry. And I actually think they're going to win this game too. It's just a weird feeling. I, I don't know what it is. It's just one of those games where I just feel like it's a game. The Lions should not win. They're going to win this game. Insert a bunch of false hopes to this fan base for no reason. It's just, it's going to happen. I have, I have a weird suspicion about this game. So, give me Lions, 28-25, bold prediction, Amon Ross, St. Brown, three touchdown game, and, and, and a bounce back where, when he's been out. I like it. What was your bold prediction? I didn't hear it. Did you say it? Kirby
3: has two picks.
2: Kirby has two picks. That's very bold, yes. <laughs> I would give you one. <laughs> it's, it's bold. Yeah. All right. Let's do locks a week. Records. Pierre, do you want to read off the records?
3: I can read mine off. I'm 0-5, right?
2: Oh six and one.
3: Oh, 0 and, 6 and one. Nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so standings right now for the locks of the week. Malcolm's in first place with a five and two record. I'm in second with a four two one in record. four two one record. And then Pierre, bottom of the barrel. Oh six and one. Pierre, I'm gonna give you the first pick, brother. Who do you got today?
3: So San Francisco and LA is even. I'm just gonna go with San Francisco straight up
2: okay yeah it's a pick'em. uh the, the spread is identical it's minus one so all right san francisco it is malcolm is taking let me see who he's taking he's taking buffalo to cover that 10 and a half spread over the packers that's a big spread first time aaron Rodgers has ever been a 10 point underdog so that's gonna be interesting i i personally didn't want to touch that game but i put a rule i'm gonna put a parlay for all of ours every week but I'm a little hesitant on that one, so we'll we'll see. That's Malcolm's lock. My lock of the week, I'm going Raiders minus one and a half in New Orleans. They're playing with a little more swagger recently. I think Derek Carr is getting it going. Josh Jacobs has been an animal for this team, and I think the Saints are just not all that good. So I think the Raiders win this game, and I think they cover that one and a half spread.
3: Okay, I like it.
2: Okay. That's the locks. We did our predictions. Well – what the hell was that? I don't know. It's okay. Uh, if you guys want to come up and have your thoughts on this game before we start, you guys can request. If not, we can get out of here and we could uh, enjoy this game. So,
3: Tyler, if you see that little wand thing, they have, like, sound effects. That was just a clap that we, like, did our locks on our show.
2: Oh. That sounded like a firework. No, it was clapping. <laughs> Let me hear that again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does sound good like crap actually.
0: What's up, day day? I see Okuda getting at least two interceptions and pop uh going for over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Just because they're looking to, like they're it. looking to well the rumor is they're looking to shot pop.
2: Are we winning today? Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Right yeah, What's the score. What score do you have?
0: Um, ooh, 24-17. I
4: like it. Because Miami's only put
0: up over 20, I think,
3: once, maybe twice this year. It's once against, uh, what do you call it, against uh, Baltimore. That was like a shootout, though, between both of them. I'll say this, though. Regarding Hudson, the Lions aren't actively shopping him, and no team has called um it's just that he's like he said the other day that he could potentially be traded he understands the business of it and whatnot so just, just to clear it up you said they're shopping they're not shopping him
2: yeah we'll actually have a deadline pod for you guys we, we already recorded it it should be out on your guys's feed hopefully tomorrow i would assume hopefully should be out there tomorrow we, we talked about the deadline some guys that could potentially be traded and it, what's our thoughts on that? Like, should they do it or not? So look out for that. We have some names, obviously, that are being shopped around with guys like, I mean, not being shopped around, but like names being thrown around like guys like Swift and Hawkinson. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with those guys at the deadline approaching on Tuesday.
3: Yeah, it was like a good barbershop talk episode. I think you guys would enjoy it. Yeah. Um, if anyone else wants to come up, just request. If not, I think we will on this.
2: I need some tea, dude. My throat kills.
3: <laughs> that Michigan game, huh?
2: My Michigan game got me, dude.
3: What's up, LFR? Hey, what's up?
0: I'm just eating my uh, late breakfast right now, getting ready for the game. But um, I was just going to say one thing, because um, this was something I didn't really even think about or know about until I joined Dolphin Space. But like one point they brought up was how fast their offense gets the ball out of Tua's hands. So I think in terms of like – creating pressure and like you know Aiden Hutchinson's stat sheet I don't really foresee our D line really like dominating today just because the ball is going to be out within seconds and it's really going to be up like you said um, Pierre about like our DBs like jamming them at the line of scrimmage so I don't think it's going to be a huge game for a defensive line in terms of creating pressures and it's going to obviously come down to our defensive backs but I do agree I think either Okuda and or Joseph will have their first interception today so it'll be a fun game but Personally, I don't think they'll win, but you never know.
2: Yeah. I mean, that that's why we labeled on defense the biggest thing was tackling. that That's something that they just have to get done today just because, like you mentioned, they do get the ball out very quickly. So, you know, the, the tackling is one thing. You can't have these guys just taking a little screen pass or a little two-yard catch and just making it a lot more, you know, making it dangerous. 100%. Yeah,
3: tackling last week was great. Hopefully this week it's great. Hasn't been great other than last week, honestly. So, Yeah, for sure. Appreciate for coming on LFR. If anyone wants to come on, just request. If not, we'll end this.
2: Okay. I think that is going to be a wrap. I'm going to go make a stop to Starbucks and go get me a nice tea because this is hurting. It sucks, but it was worth it. Go Blue. Go Lions. Let's win today. And um, let's have a nice post game show. Let's have a nice post game show, Pierre. I want to. I want to have a good post game show today.
3: Okay. I did, wrong. I want to be wrong. Let's
2: hope you're wrong. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed. We'll see you guys after the game. Peace.
3: All right, guys. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you guys. Peace.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?